Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Well, hello and welcome to the Tour Report from Secret Golf. This week, it's a brand new week on the PGA Tour. Last week, we had all the excitement of the team event, the Zurich Classic, being won by Patrick Cantley and Xander Shoffley. And this week, well, we have a brand new event added to the PGA Tour schedule in Mexico, the Mexico Open at Vedanta. And Elk, I had to look up on the map to see where this place was. But basically, if you go to Cancun on the east coast of Mexico and you draw a line straight across to the west, you'll find Puerto Vallarta. (laughs) I probably murdered the pronunciation of it. But um, that's where the guys are this week. I always thought it was so exciting to go to Mexico, Diane, because the Mexican people love to have the tour down there. They're very proud people. They're very proud of their players. We've got two real star players in this field and probably a few more exempt players that are at the bottom of this field we'll talk about. But, yes, there's a new place to go. I think the biggest question this week is what is the golf course? What does it look like and what are the conditions and how do I play it? That's what every player I've talked to yesterday and they're all on their way there today or last night. They're all – caddies have been texting me, giving me some updates about the golf course and uh, they're all very excited to go to Mexico. Okay, good. Well, we um, I've seen a few little things online, mainly from people that I know that work at the PGA Tour. Their commute from the hotel to the course for work every day is by boat. So the course is on, it's on the Pacific. So you have that kind of coastal destination course, but there's also a river and you have the amazing view, you can see it behind me, of the Sierra Madre mountain range. So by all <laughs> accounts, did you like that? <laughs> You're doing great today with the Scottish-Mexican combo. It's great. But, you know, by all accounts, this place is going to be stunning. Um, Talking about the course, Vedanta Vallarta, it's a par 71. It's a Greg Norman design. 
Now, they opened in 2015, but they had to add 250 extra yards to the course for this PGA Tour event. And they added in 51 new bunkers as well. So they've taken the original design of the course and then they've they've added length. They've made it trickier, obviously, to be up to the standard of this PGA Tour event course. But I know you've been talking to caddies and players who are there right now. So that's going to be the insight that we want to hear. Yeah, they're all saying the same thing, Diane. It's uh, very similar to Mayakoba <clears throat> being that on the other coast that you spoke of. It's a little more wide open off the tee. There's no rough. Of course, this is a resort course that they've added, as you said, 250 yards. It's a bomber's paradise is what we're hearing. Greens are very flat and very medium paced, 10 or 11 on the stamp needer. I was in Florida last week playing at the Floridian, Diane. I was putting on Stamp greens that were 14 and it was frightening. So 11 is very, very medium pace, lots of chances, lots of birdies. But I think the key for this week, Diane, is what's the motivation of these players? Who are we picking? Why are they there? Who has the biggest opportunity and what suits them? Even though we don't know much about this golf course, we do have a couple of insights Whether it's a bomber's paradise with no rough. Tells us a lot. Yeah, I'm thinking about a couple of stats that I'm picking my players with this week. Okay, so just shy of 7,500 yards. And as you've been hearing from everyone, um, great for the long hitters. Not such a premium on accuracy and keeping it in the fairway off the tee because there's not really much rough. And then looking at the greens, you know, from what I've been hearing, it's a real, you know, even though you we want that distance off the tee, the approach shot is going to be key. And the bunkers... Um, there's a lot of kind of these big cavernous bunkers surrounding the greens as well. So that really helped me when it came to making my picks and looking at stats. And I'm sure you and I are going to dive into that a lot deeper. But the other thing, Elk, with this being one of these coastal destination courses, uh, is the wind is going to play a factor. We're going to have that Pacific breeze that's going to come into play. Yeah, 10 to 15 miles an hour all week is what they're saying, Diane. So that's not too bad for the players. This will be a similar feel to Hawaii or, or the other side of the coast, as you said, at Mayakoba. Mm-hmm. The key here is, is getting to know how you're going to play this golf course. We've had some of our secret golf players, Pat Perez, um, Pat and Gazaya, who have won in Mexico. A lot of people think this is an off week on the tour, but there's some big guns playing. John Rahm's down there this week. I wonder why he's there and what he's trying to get accomplished this week. But there's also a big opportunity for a lot of these younger players. The field is backfilled this week with some corn ferry, uh, corn ferry players uh, that are going to, we're going to see next year on tour. So I'm actually even going to give you a tip, Diane. I'm I'm introducing one of my picks this week as a hot corn ferry player. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, there, I'm giving you a little sneak preview. Oh, well, the thing that I really like is, and you talk about the fact that, you know, there's a few headline names playing, John Ram being obviously, you know, number two in the world and, and the absolute favourite. Tony Finau's in the field. Daniel Berger was, but he withdrew at the start of the week, um, which affected odds a little bit. Um, Abraham Answer. Those are kind of your real headline names. But what I really liked is, 
you, I love the way that you call it an opportunity week and the odds board really reflects that because you look at the favourites at the top and you're getting like pretty small odds on the likes of Ram, obviously. Um, but when you move down the board and you have these kind of medium players who really could seize that opportunity, you know, guys that have won on the tour before, and I'm going to go into one of them in a little while, but their odds are high. So there is a lot of value. And um, I kind of love that about this week is that you can really dig deep and we're going to find some great picks in this field. Yeah, well, in the past, there wasn't a lot of great Mexican players when we went to Mexico. And now now there is. Abraham Anser, a superstar, and so is Carlos Ortiz. Mm-hmm. I think we're, we're both looking at those guys. They're, they're absolute royalty in Mexico. And they have all these cute things down there. They have mariachi bands out there. They have all kinds of fun things. They're, it's a very cultural place. And these guys feel more connected than we normally feel connected to, say, our home event. It'd be more like me going to Australia or your brother going home to Scotland. Uh, They're very invested in this event. And um, so I look for those guys to play up a little bit. And and the Mexican players there, as I said, Ortiz and Anser, they're probably two of the favourite players in this field. Along with Ram has Spanish ties, and I think maybe his management company has something to do with this event. Maybe that's why he's there. However, he's always represented well uh, in the in the Spanish-speaking countries, Ramirez, that is. Yeah, because it's a funny time of the year in that we have a major every month, PGA Championships only a couple of weeks ago. We've got, what, two tournaments, Wells Fargo after this, and then the AT&T Byron Nelson, and then we're into the PGA Championships. So you definitely can see, I read that Shane Lowry's taking three weeks off now in preparation for the next major so then that's going to be reflected in the field but as you say you know it's um you've got those headline names like ram who there probably is some other reason why he's there this week but i'm excited to get into these picks i know for a fact that your guys are all really high odds this week um and you're gonna have a very convincing argument for all three of them so, well, before we get into our picks, the games are back up and running on the SG Tour Golf Gaming app this week, which is great. Last week, I kept going to check the app. It's like my go-to for not only the leaderboard of the tournament, but also to see where I am in our games. And um, we couldn't do it for the team event, but it's back up and running this week. And I've already seen invites coming in from you. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, this week, Diane, when the players get down to Mexico, the they're going to see a golf course that has no rough. And they've been they've been on a pretty tight stretch here when they play through Florida, Bay Hill, Honda, TPC. They're all really difficult courses. And it's going to be a bit of a breather for them where they can feel like they can swing away a little bit here and maybe not hit every fairway and try to make some birdies. I, I remember going through the tour and then getting to an easier course, meaning that the there wasn't any rough. I didn't have to think too much. I didn't have to grind too much off the tee. I can just hit a good one. So... It's going to be, it's very hard to handicap. However, I think I've handicapped it really well. I'm taking, I'm, there's no mistake about what I'm taking, Diane. I'm taking length off the tee and I'm taking putters. Okay. We've seen Perez, Kaziah, these guys that aren't long hitters, they've won with the putter. I'm taking length and putting this week. Okay. Well, I've definitely looked at distance off the tee for sure. Um, putting always in the back of my mind, but I'm really looking at that approach shot this week and guys that are great with their irons. So um, 
I think I've found a few as well. Now we're joining up with Dundonald Links for the tour report. And if you are ever planning that golf trip to Scotland, then make sure you get Dundonald Links on the list. Now they've just had a massive redevelopment, a 25 million pound development, and really making the course as pristine as possible for a couple of big events they've got coming up. First of all, they're hosting the 2022 Trust Women's Scottish Open in July and they're also one of the venues to stage final qualifying for the Open Championship so that's going to be great they're going to be hosting that final qualifying event from 2023 until 2026 so they're going to be there for a long time and the reputation and popularity of Dundonald Links is only going to soar now one cool thing to add if you are ever planning your trip to Scotland you know definitely this is one place to check out but they do a whiskey tasting so obviously you know, you're going to have the full golf experience but this is something really special too throughout the whiskey tasting you're going to be guided by an in-house expert as you sample hand-picked whiskies they've got a really diverse selection they worked with whiskey consultant Blair Bowman to create the whiskies for the whiskey room and have over a hundred to sample. So maybe don't plan anything else for the rest of that day. But you can find out more and uh, have a look at everything Dundonald Links has to offer at dundonaldlinks.com. Right, so we're each going to give our picks for the Mexico Open at Vedanta this week and we'll have an outright favourite, a one to watch and then a dark horse. And the great thing about, you know, you said it at the start, about the dark horses is we have a lot of guys that predominantly play, you know, Corn Ferry Tour. Um, I know there's some guys that play the Latin American Tour and some really good sponsors exemptions and invites this week so when it comes to that d flight on the sg tour golf gaming app and the guys that are kind of down the bottom that have higher odds it's um it's really exciting to learn about them and to make some good picks so that's what i've done i know you've got one as well but elk let's start with your outright favorite because i know you're dying to get this one out Well, I said it earlier, I said, you know, Mexican players in Mexico, Diana, royalty. And look, when all of our contributors on Secret Golf, we have some 30 guys and girls that contribute to Secret Golf content. I always ask, who's the next best player that you've seen out there? And about two years ago, they all, about four or five of them, all pointed to the same guy. They said that this guy will be the next best player. And I didn't know who this was and finished up winning the Houston Open right here in my backyard. Carlos Ortiz, of course, who I'm talking about. I think his brother's playing this week as well. He is. He is. And um, he's 90 to 1 this week, Diane, which I can't even believe. There'll be every person within a 150-mile radius will be out there to watch him and answer. 45th in driving distance, which means he's in the top third of the field as far as length. The 18th hole here is a very long par 5 that will only be reachable by the very long players. Huge advantage to have some length this week. Mm-hmm. And he's 19th in putting. He hasn't been playing that great, but I looked at the FedEx Cup and he's 69th in the FedEx. So he's won tons of money and he's set for next year. What could be better than playing well in Mexico? Nothing could be better other than the majors. So he plays well in Mayakoba. He does well in Mexico. I'm all in this week on Carlos Ortiz. I looked at him as well and um, I agree with you. You know, he hasn't had a great season and the, but the highlight of the season was that runner-up finish at Mayakoba. 
So I think that this could be the week to get that kind of pet back in his step. He's going to have a, a hero's welcome. You've talked about what the fans are like. They're going to be there in their droves cheering for him. And um, mentioning his brother, I was in Mexico actually last September. We went for our honeymoon after we got married. And Alvaro Ortiz, he had won the... Because the Mexican Open has been going on for a while. Obviously, this year is the first year that it's... A, a, PGA Tour event, but he won the last edition of the Mexican Open. And there are billboards of him everywhere. Like you're driving on the road kind of near Mayakoba and they have like flags of him, posters. So yeah, it just shows how much they really celebrate not only their golf, but Mexican golfers. And um, yeah, I, I like Ortiz. How can you not this week? And at 90 to one. And I played the Mexican Open um once or twice, Diane, down in Mexico City back in the day. I, I suppose it's the same event. It was fantastic. I loved it. It was right in the inner city of Mexico City. It was, you know, there's a higher altitude. That's why they're handling the 7,500. So I'm sure the, the ball's going far down there. So, yes, mm-hmm. Ortiz Brothers this week. Okay. Right. Well, my outright favorite, do you know what? I'm like, do I go with him? It's a little bit boring and predictable, but I had Abraham answer at 20 to 1. But I do have a couple of question marks, so I'm going to go into those. But first of all, you know, looking at his stats, we've always talked about the fact that um, the approach shot, the greens and regs stat um, has always been such a strength of his game. And putting has too. However, of late, the putting stats have definitely dropped. But I'm taking that with a slight pinch of salt because he played really well at the match play. And then remember, it was the... um, his hometown event at TBC San Antonio for the Valero Texas Open. And he withdrew because he got sick. And then it was a Masters the following week and he just couldn't really regain that form. So I think he's probably had a good rest. And like Ortiz, this is a a celebration event for them. I know that he arrived on site early and I'm sure he's had a lot of like media obligations too, but I think that it's going to be a real... um, celebratory week for Abraham Answer, and I think this is going to be his kind of first week back after the match play so I'm picking him at 20 to 1 I know it's nowhere near Carlos Ortiz but um, we just need that putter to heat up and he should be all right well he's a, certainly a superstar player one in Memphis last year in the WGC he's, he's almost there or, or right around all the big events and I just love the fact that they've got two superstar players that represents Mexico and they can prop them up as well they should and let everyone look at them and talk about them. And it's just awesome for the tournament. I'm really, I'm really happy about those two guys. Okay. Okay, good. Right. Well, moving on to our ones to watch, higher odds. I'm going to jump in with mine because I had a real sneaking suspicion that you were going to pick the same guy. I know you haven't, but um, I know that you're going to like my pick, first of all, because he's Australian. And then, Good night, mate. <laughs> and then when we think about, um, you know, coastal courses, windy conditions, this guy won at PGA National for the Honda Classic one year when it it was, I mean, that place is always blustery, but it was particularly windy. So I'm going with Matt Jones at 65 to 1. This is what I mean. You're getting guys like really good kind of caliber players with really high odds this week. So I thought I'm jumping on that right away. But he's had two top 10 finishes this year, and one of them came at the Century Tournament of Champions. So, you know, again, that kind of like uh, destination golf on the water with the wind. Um, 
Another thing about Jones is, well, the other, he just finished runner-up at the Valero Texas Open just a few weeks ago, so that shows that there's form, but... Um, I saw him play, he was playing with my brother at the WM Phoenix Open. So I watched this whole round and I tell you, the downfall for him that day was the wayward tee ball because he hits it really far and his distance stats are good. Um, his around the green stats are phenomenal, but the wayward tee ball is not going to be that bad this week because we've already said wider fairways and, and not so much rough. So Matt Jones at 65 to 1, I am all in. And it takes Jonesy about four seconds to hit the ball, as you notice by the following him. Yeah. You you said he played well at Hawaii. I think he shot a 60 and a 62 on the weekend, 122 on a, on a sort of a, a tropical course, like exactly like this one, won the Australian Open twice in heavy winds, back-to-back, plays super all the time. Every week he plays good in Hawaii, you know, down in Florida when it gets windy. This is a perfect pick. Yes. Uh, Jonesy is <laughs> Awesome. Flat greens. He's a freak putter. He's kind of like Cam Smith. When he gets hot, it's a joke. I mean, it's ridiculous. One thing I wanted to ask you, and, and it's been, we've talked about the fact that um, it's paspalum grass this week. What is paspalum like um, when it comes to putting? You know, does it favor one type of putter or is it quite a level playing field? Well, I think I've told you this story, but I think I'm, it's worth telling again. When I did my... Um, when I was in college, I did a thesis on my class on growing paspalum grass, right? And it likes to, it likes nasty water. You can, you can water it. The advantage of paspalum is you can water it with seawater okay. and it's a little wider blade. So I put paspalum on four little uh, pot plants on my, on my uh, balcony. One, I, my, my roommate used to dip snuff, you know? So I put his <laughs> snuff juice into one of them, poured that in. The second one, I put water in. The third one I peed in, and the fourth one I put salt water in. And after the end of the semester, the, the one that had the chew in it, it grew about this much. The water was only this much. Urination was, the grass was this long, and then the one with salt water was over the balcony, halfway down almost to the sidewalk. So wow. it's an unusual, it's a, it's a great grass because it flourishes in salt, salty, water brackish water it's the greatest thing ever invented for uh coastal courses a little bit wider blade they don't get the speed that they do on bent grass bent grass is a thinner blade so there's less resistance for the ball but it's beautiful to play off it's like it's always your ball sits up it's great okay anyway that was a brilliant story (laughs) back, back to business i'm on a hundred to one guy this week diane this guy sits at 109th in the fedex cup so i always look for people that are motivated to See, all these guys, they don't talk about money anymore. We used to, when I was on tour, you would say, hey, how'd you do last week? And I'd say, oh, great, I won 30 grand, you know. I'm going to get a new car. But now they always talk about points. Mm-hmm. And uh, this guy is, uh, is 109th in points. So this would be the perfect week. He's third in driving distance on the tour and 71st in putting. 71st doesn't sound too much, but in my world, I, I believe that uh, that puts him inside the cut. He puts better than half the field. Okay. I'm looking at 100 to 1 Wyndham Clark this week, Diane, to play well. And I'm mainly picking him because he's third in driving distance. When I look at Cameron Champ, who's number one in driving distance, and Wyndham Clark absolutely smashes it off the tee. Can okay. be way down there. Maybe, maybe this is the week for him to jump into the big points. 100 to 1 as well. That's amazing. 
All right. Um, I was just looking because when we did our re-ranking and you can view our full stat sheet on the HD Tour app and go and check it out because it's really interesting to have a look at all the numbers. But um, there's a guy beside him who I almost picked at 80 to 1, Scott Stallings. So I'm just throwing it out there just um, because he's been on a really good run of form of late and um, we know that he hits it far. He's always in the gym working out. <laughs> I feel like something good is coming for Scott Stallings. So... I was looking at him too. All right. And then we're on to our dark horse picks. And I always say they have to be over 100 to 1, but you've been delivering the goods already <laughs> with a 90 to 1 and a 100 to 1. Um, I'll let you go first with your okay. dark horse. Well, I've got a 190 to 1 pick this week, Diane. And as you as we talked about in the show, a lot of Corn Ferry guys are in this field this week. And this guy will be on the PGA Tour next year. He's already number six already in Corn Ferry. That will make him into the top 25. So he will graduate after this season onto the PGA Tour no matter what. Four top tens, 33rd in driving distance, but fifth in putting. I'm presenting a new name to you today, Ben Griffin okay. from the Corn Ferry Tour. North Carolina guy, uh, big opportunity. I'm all about opportunities. He's going to be with these guys next year. This is a chance for him to step out. He's playing great golf right now. Let's see what he can do in a subdued atmosphere, meaning that there's not going to be tons of people out there like uh, the Honda Classic or Bay Hill. He's going to be feel pretty relaxed. He's going to be feeling like a corn ferry event in some regards. I've already got him. I've already got him slotted in as my C. I think he's a C this week on our on on uh, our game. Okay, that's good. Well, my dark horse pick is most definitely a D flight player this week, and I'm sure you haven't heard of him before. But his name is Isidro Benitez. Now, this guy is Mexican, and he was giving given a sponsor's exemption to come and play this week. So it obviously means so much to him. It's the second time that he's played a, a PGA Tour event. He actually played in the Open Championship in 2019. Um, so he... Played, he represented Mexico at the 2016 World Amateur Championships. He's been playing alongside like Alvaro Ortiz. They've kind of been through the ranks together. He um, he won a tournament in Mexico on the like professional tour in Mexico. In, when he was only like 16 years old or something. So they were really grooming him as like one of the big talents to come from their country. But he, at 19, became the youngest winner on the Latino America tour. So that was very exciting for him. It was in Argentina. That got him into the Open Championship in 2019. And it's one of these situations where like, what an opportunity week for him. It's incredible. At 300 to one, I thought, you know, it's the same thing that we said about like Answer and Ortiz that you know when they haven't had the best of form having that support from the fans and playing in their home country just means so much and I think that that's going to be the same thing for Benitez this week like what an amazing opportunity so at 300 to 1 maybe not to win but I like him making the cut like a top 40 a top 20 I think he's a really good name to watch out for this week. I agree with you, and I have heard of him, and I think those two guys we talked about, Ortiz and Answer, they're dragging all these young guys along, and I'm, I'm, I couldn't be happier if that happens for you this week. That'd be great. I'd love to see those guys coming up, because I know what it's like in Australia, and I know you know what it's like in Scotland for young guys to get a start and then play well. 
That's what we mean. You know, you really kind of dive down the bottom and there's definitely some very interesting people. Um, Matt Every is playing this week too. I know that Matt loves you. He's 500 to one. <laughs> not picking him. Not picking him either. We love <laughs> nah. him, but we're not picking him. Yeah, we're not picking him. Um, right, so just to kind of summarise from the very beginning with this course this week, um, you know, what did you hear? Because we've already said that it's definitely going to be from what we've heard, a bomber's paradise. Yeah, that's what we've heard. We, all these guys are going to get there today. This is Tuesday. They'll play a practice round and they'll split the pro-am tomorrow. They'll start to decide with their caddy, talking to other players, how they're going to approach some of these holes. <clears throat> I'm sort of predicting that the scores will get hotter as the week goes, where they get used to it, what they're used to reading the greens, etc. There will be some guys that will get off some good starts, but I think the court, I think you'll get it'll get hotter and hotter as they go. They'll get. I think it'll start out tightly packed and then they'll be they'll get the idea of the course and off they go okay great well we're excited for the mexico open at vedanta this week and don't forget play along in the games on the sg tour golf gaming app we're going to have some fun especially as we say the whole field is divided into four tiers based on their official world golf ranking so when you get to the c and the d tier there's definitely some interesting picks up for grabs so we'll be playing along in the games go up against us um El, before you go i just wanted to touch on another thing two other things that really came out this week first of all um, Phil and Tiger both in the field for the PGA Championship so far. Yeah, that's great. I mean, Tiger <clears throat> obviously at Augusta was in test mode to get get around that course. If you get around Augusta four days or probably six days with a practice, <clears throat> won't be any problem playing Southern Hills. Phil Mickelson is, you know, coming back from whatever he has been struggling with, uh, all the problems he's having. You know, I think. I'm sort of, people ask me all the time, what do I think about Phil Mickelson? I'm like, I don't think the guy should stay away. I mean, come out and play. It's what you do for a living, you know? And uh, I just don't think what he did was just ridiculously bad. But that's just my opinion. It'd be good to see them both there. I wouldn't be surprised if they paired him together. That'd be cool. I know, right? And um, it was his agent that announced it yesterday. But he also announced that they've applied for the waiver for Phil to go and play in the first uh, we call it the Saudi tour event, but the the LIV event. Um, so, and his agent just said, like it's it's about keeping options open. It's not one hundred percent guarantee that he's gonna, I guess, play in either. But um, it's the option is there. So we kind of knew well, there's that. No, there's, <clears throat> yeah, there's no turning back for him now with what he's been through. There's no point him pulling out of the LIV series now, he might as well go play and make $4 million if he wins it because he's lost a lot of other action with his, you know, sponsors, et cetera. So, you know, <clears throat> the way that Greg Norman is starting to talk about this LIV where they, they're not, it's, you don't have to join the tour now. You can play one event or two or three or four. They've, it's changed the model and I think it's changed the, the minds of a lot of these tour players. Will they step out and play one event if it's in Portland or will they, while they're at the British Open, will they play one over there with it. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see. I think I think there'll be more people uh, doing that onesie twosie than than what we started at, which was joining, leaving the tour. Uh-huh. And with the amount of money up for grabs, we're talking like millions and millions, even for like third place. But say some of the kind of like lesser known names from the PGA Tour go and play. One of them wins it and like wins what ten million or. Four million first, yeah, I think. But like, do you not think that other people are going to look at that and be like, well, wait a minute, I beat him every week and he's just 
cashed a check for four million dollars and that like that has to be a bit of an incentive it has to be like enticing for them i think so too i mean look the the players have been pretty consistent about they've they've supported the pga tour and they're listening to what greg norman has said about the liv Mm -hmm. uh, the press around it has drummed up so much disdain for Greg and the tour and, and all these things. And there's been so much conjecture and talk about how bad it is for everything. But Yeah, it's a lot, a lot of money. Well, it's not going away. We know that for sure. There was a roundabout the players. We thought that maybe the thing had died a little bit, but it's definitely not. They're steamrolling on and, um, you know, with... The Phil press release coming out yesterday, I think we're just going to see more and more of that over the next couple of weeks before this thing kicks off. But yep, yep. there's a lot to talk about always. Right, Elk, thank you so much. We'll be following along with the Mexico Open at Bedanta this week and, well, hopefully our picks do great. Thank you, Diane. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.